Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Sports Yak Podcast is powered by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events are available at und.com slash buy tickets. Also by Pyramid Equipment. Be prepared this winter season by checking the condition of your snow removal equipment. Pyramid Equipment is a locally owned business in Rolling Prairie, Indiana that sells, services, and installs residential and commercial grade snow plows, parts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid Equipment is your trusted dealer of Meyer and Snow Dog products. Old man winter's ready. Are you? Service discount for military, fire, and police available. Call 800-833-2591 or find them on the web at PyramidEquipmentInc.com. And now, here we go, maniacs. From South Bend, Indiana, you know where that's at. I don't. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freeby. I'm the booth announcer, Jim Shorts. That's good. Here it comes, episode 153 in your face. Oh, Corey, it's the Ron Chipperfield episode. Chipperfield, Ron former World Hockey Association player before they merged with the NHL. He played with teams like Calgary, Edmonton, the Nordiques. Yes, what's Ron a Nor- Chipperfield. What's a Nordique? Uh, that's a good question. It was a professional hockey team in Quebec before they moved to Colorado. 153 goals or wins? or 153 goals good for, for the Ron. legendary Ron Chipperfield. Do you have a nickname? I feel like that name deserves a... A nickname. The Chipmaster. I would think RC. Chippy McGooch. Ron Chipperfield. Chipperfield. Yeah. All right. Let's get this underway. It's a big Friday for you as we record this podcast. Hard to believe that you're at that point of the football season in Indiana. This is the final regular season game. Yes. And then next week, fires up. Next week, we go right on into the tournament. The six-week stretch to Indianapolis in the state finals. The big difference between Michigan high school football, Indiana. Well, there are many, but the biggest one is that in Indiana, everybody, no matter their record, is in the tournament. Whereas in Michigan, your regular season actually counts for something. You had a tone. Because I honestly favor the Michigan way of doing it. Okay. And I understand. I understand there have been teams... A team around here in 2005, the last team around here to win a state championship, Northwood, went 3-6 and six during the regular season, got healthy and got hot during the tournament, and went all the way to the state title. But that is the grand exception rather than the rule. <laughs> all right, so let's see here. Who are you covering tonight? Well, tonight let's start there. we are on the banks of the Elkhart River. It's New Prairie and Elkhart Central pair of top 10 running backs in this one. You've got Chase Ketterer, who's actually a quarterback, but is number three in the state in rushing. 
He leads New Prairie against Mark Brownlee, headed to Ball State, number seven in the state in rushing, and Elkhart Central. Should be a fascinating matchup. Both teams loaded with big play players. Elkhart Central has three D1 players on the roster in Brownlee, Jonathan Decker, who just committed to Central Michigan this week, and Rodney McGraw, the junior. So lots of talent on the field. I think New Prairie probably has a couple of D1 players. I think Chase Ketterer hasn't decided yet, but I expect him to get a preferred walk-on offer from Notre Dame. And then you've got Hunter Whitenack, their uh, tackle, who's only a sophomore, and he he is huge, 6'7", 330, and uh, that man mountain can create some holes. On Chuck's Twitter, at uh, 46sports, he's got uh, some polls up, and so far, New Prairie is leading the votes by 64%. Doesn't surprise me. They blew out the Blazers last year, 49 nothing at Amsey Miller Field, but that Blazer team did not have Brownlee available, and... It was a cold, rainy night. I think Central was extremely disinterested. This is senior night at Elkhart Central. It's the last regular season game they'll ever play as Elkhart Central. And they, quite frankly, need to have a a big-time win to kind of give them some momentum going into the tournament. So I expect the Blazers to play hard tonight. You know, as you say that comment, uh, there's a lot of that in this football season. A huge game with Mishawaka and Penn, it being their last. Well, the last time that they'll get together in the near future, and by the near future we say the next three or four years, it's possible that they could play again in 2023. However, uh, the backyard brawl, which dates all the way back to 1965, will take a hiatus after this year. And tonight also marks the end of 92 years in the Northern Indiana Conference for Mishawaka football. So it's a big event at Steel Stadium tonight. They're expecting a massive crowd for this one. And it looks like a pretty even matchup. Really, neither coach is sure how they're going to stop the other. And this week I stopped by both places and I talked to the people at Penn and Mishawaka and asked them to try to put into words what this game means. This rivalry really means a lot to this uh, this football team, this high school, this community. And you talk about the word tradition. It's 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 not just a flash in the pan. You're going to do it over and over and over again. And, and uh, that's what they do. The, the faces change, the Jimmys and the Joes change, and, and uh, um, but the, the product is, is always outstanding. It's so fun to coach against them because it seems like it's always just a chess match and who can be one step ahead of the other. Everybody always wants to hear about like the game this upcoming game and so it's always really exciting and a lot of uh, positive energy around it. They always know how to do the little things. They're always fundamentally sound and uh, sometimes they get a little chippy with us. That's how it is, you know, the brawl. Mishawaka Penn people, they might not like each other, but and and their hearts, they do. They, they <laughs> like each other. At least they respect each respect other, Respect right? each other. There they go. You can follow Chuck on Twitter at 46sports. Mishawaka leads the voting in that poll 71%. I can understand that based on the fact that Mishawaka is 6-2, and two, Penn is 4-4, four and four, but I think you have to look at who Penn has played and realize this is a very dangerous team. I know Keith Kinder, the Mishawaka head coach, realizes they're a dangerous team and should be a great game tonight at Steel Stadium. I, I really do wish I could bilocate tonight and be in both places. There's some other good games, too. Northern Lakes Conference tonight, Corey. 
Plymouth is going for the conference title. But they have to go to Northwood, a place that they have not played well. In fact, I think Northwood has won four straight against the Rockies. So they have to go into Northwood and beat Nate Andrews' team. Uh, I would still favor Plymouth in that game if I were picking, what say, the pollsters. 57% of the votes towards Plymouth. Okay. Should Northwood pull the upset in that game, then you've got Warsaw playing Concord, and the winner of that game would get a share of the Northern Lakes Conference title. Both those teams 7-1 and one going in. Of course, Bart Curtis's team all about the run. They ran for 405 yards last week against Northwood. Nary a passing yard. Meanwhile, Concord, it's an aerial attack with Ethan Kane at the controls, a quarterback throwing to people like Jack Darcy and Carter Neveraski. Uh, we'll see what the Minutemen have in store for Warsaw on their senior night tonight at the Jake. Tigers, 60%. Minutemen, 40% of the okay. vote. Some other good games around the area. Washington is at Marion. Marion trying to wrap up the NIC South title all by itself. Southwood at Tippecanoe Valley. We'll see both Washington and Valley next week on 46. Southwood, Tippy Valley, a big game in the Three Rivers Conference. And Culver at LaVille in a Hoosier North Athletic Conference tilt. Up in Michigan tonight, I think you take a look at uh, uh, some games kind of towards the eastern part of our area. Dwajak has to go to Vicksburg. Now, Dwajak is 4-3 and three right now. In Michigan, six wins guarantees you a playoff spot. You sometimes do get in with five based on your playoff points. But Dwajak is 4-3, and three, so they really need a win, but they've got to go on the road and they've got to try to hold down a Vicksburg passing attack that has been pretty pretty good this year. I believe Vicksburg is 5-2. and two. And then you've got Menden and White Pigeon. Menden has won 22 straight against White Pigeon, but White Pigeon sits there at 5-2 and two on the brink of make, or actually they're 6-1. and one. They've already made the playoffs, but they would love to break this streak against the Hornets, two teams that really run the ball very well. Um, we'll see if White Pigeon's top running back is healthy for this one tonight. I believe his name is Stone Kemp, and... Um, if he's healthy, that gives the Chiefs a lot better shot against the Hornets. I would expect that to be a low-scoring game. I hear perfect weather for tonight's high school football. Right around 60 degrees, nice, crisp autumn air. Should be great. Once we get past tonight, it's on to Saturday in college football. The Irish have a bye week, but there's still plenty here on Pulse FM uh, that you can listen to. Doubleheader for you, a true doubleheader this week. We don't even have to uh, split up the frequencies all that much because at noon, Purdue goes to Iowa. I am a little surprised that the Iowa Hawkeyes are still in the top 25 because they've got back-to-back losses. Now, those losses have come to Michigan and Penn State, but I'm still not sold on Kirk Ferentz's team. I think if Purdue were healthy... With a healthy Rondale Moore and a healthy Elijah Sindelar, Purdue would have a really good chance at the upset in this game. Uh, the problem is Purdue's not healthy, and I'm not sure they've got what it takes to pull off the upset at Kinnick Stadium. But that game is at noon on Pulse FM. And then a really intriguing road matchup for Indiana. They go to Maryland. IU is 4-2. and two. They're starting to talk about a bowl game down there. Maryland looked awful against Purdue last week, but that was at Ross-Age Stadium. Can Indiana win a road game in the Big Ten? We'll find out tomorrow at 3.30 on Pulse FM.
Shout out to my buddy Brad, who is a Penn State alumnus. He's looking forward to the big house. Well, I'm looking forward to watching that game tomorrow night. I believe it's in Happy Valley. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That one's in Happy Valley. It's Michigan at Penn State. They're expecting a whiteout, not a blizzard, but all the fans dressed in white at Penn State. And again, uh, what I just said about Indiana, you, you could really say it about Michigan. Can they win a key Big Ten game on the road? We're not talking about going to Illinois and beating the Illini. We're talking about going into a place where the big boys play. And, of course, Irish fans will be watching this game because they play Michigan the following week, and they'll want to scout out Shea Patterson and the boys and and see what kinds of things the Wolverines do uh, before they, they play the Irish. I, I will tip my cap to Michigan on this. They are one of the few teams this year that does not have a bye week before they play Notre Dame. So they've got to go through the the meat grinder of that Big Ten schedule. They played Iowa two weeks ago, went to Illinois last week. Now they go to Penn State and come home and play Notre Dame. That's a pretty salty October for the Maize and Blue. Let's pause on moving forward, talk a little bit about last night, and I bring this up because in your notes I see dislocated kneecap. That happened to me in high school. Happens to me a couple of times in, in my life, and it's not fun. I did it on the uh, the high jump bar, Ooh, acting stupid, and I went over front ways, hit that bar. Oh, man. I, I have a kneecap that chronically dislocates about, oh, once a year. Really? And mm. those times when it's out and it's not on there properly, oh, man, does that hurt. Now, I realize that some people say, well, they popped it back on there. But that doesn't mean that some ligament damage didn't occur. So Pat Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs will have an MRI today on his right knee and the reigning National Football League MVP. Uh, We'll see what the diagnosis is after that MRI. Hopefully the fact that they were able to pop it back on as quickly as they did um, bodes well for him. But we shall see. The nice thing for Mahomes is because it was a Thursday night game, a game, by the way, that Kansas City won anyway over Denver 30-6, to uh, he gets a couple extra days to try to heal up on that. Who's the Bears got this weekend? The Bears are taking on the Saints this weekend. Oh, boy. Uh, Bears back in action after a couple of weeks. I'm surprised our boy Jimmy Shorts hasn't checked in with something. He has, but his language is a little, a little uh, okay. as blue as your sweatshirt. <laughs> All right. Well, Jimmy, tone it down a little bit because this is a family yak here. That's right. The Lions at home against Minnesota. That's a key game in the NFC North. And then you take a look at the Colts. They've got a big game in the AFC South against Deshaun Watson. You want to talk about a guy that's playing like an NFL MVP. Deshaun Watson is filling the bill on that. And he and J.J. Watt and the rest of the Houston Texans come on in the Indianapolis and take on Jacoby Brissett, Marlon Mack, and the Colts. That should be a good one. Uh, that's your CBS game at 1 o'clock locally. The Bears don't play until 425. They're on Fox Sunday against the Saints. Take me out to the ball game. Well, the Houston Astros have the Yankees right there on the brink. The headline on ESPN says Yankees playing their worst baseball at the worst possible time. I think the Astros have something to do with that. Houston beats New York last night by a count of 8-3. So the Astros lead the series three games to one. And here's who the Yankees would get to face 
if they even win today against Justin Verlander, then they would have to turn around in game six in Houston and face Garrett Cole, who has been the best pitcher on the planet this year. (laughs) So good luck to the Yankees for that one, but it looks more and more as though we would see a Houston versus Washington World Series. If we did see that, Corey, uh, we have the potential for some great pitching matchups. Guys like Scherzer and Strasburg for the Nationals going against guys like Verlander and Cole for the Astros. Who's that young man we talked to that got uh, recruited by the Astros? Jordan Brewer out of St. Joe, Michigan. Now, obviously, he's not on the major league roster. He, uh, I think he might have played a couple of games in the minors this year, uh, but he'll he'll start to make his path to the majors next year for sure. More than likely starting out in Class A ball. There's a cool factor, though. You're recruited by the team that's going to the World Series this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, it certainly gives him some interest in postseason baseball, interest that most of us around here, quite frankly, do not share. Uh, Since we we last joined you, Joe Madden, hired by the Angels, we, we warned you that that would happen. In fact, we were surprised it was taking as long as it did. Three-year deal worth somewhere between 12 and $15 million. He now becomes the face of what has for years and years and years clearly been the number two franchise in Los Angeles behind the Dodgers. And I don't expect that to change any time real soon. Now Madden does inherit a terrific talent in Mike Trout. And we'll see how much more attractive to free agents his presence on the bench makes the Angels in this offseason, as though the Angels don't have enough going for them being in Southern California. The Cubs managerial status still up in the air. Uh, They've interviewed as many as six candidates. I heard uh, the former Phillies manager, Gabe Kapler, got interviewed this week, and I just said, why? Um, Although somebody pointed out, I think it might have been Gary, that not our Gary, but another Gary, um, that, you know, sometimes managers learn enough in their first stint, even though it was unsuccessful, that it helps them the second time around. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think it comes down to between Joe Girardi and David Ross. I think Joe Girardi is going to be a manager somewhere. It's either going to be for the Mets or the Cubs. I follow uh, Joe Madden and his gang and his posse on social media. It's weird watching the flip into angels uniforms and angels graphics. And, you know, it's like, oh, all right. Bye, Joe. A lot of people are excited about him being out there. You, when do you hit the unfollow button on that? I like him, though. Okay. I, I like the stuff he does. I like to follow his philanthropic activities. Yes. Um. So probably not anytime soon. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I mean, it's up to any fan uh, how they how they do their allegiances. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing to continue to follow, nor would I say it's a bad thing to unfollow. I was just... Yeah. curious as to what direction you would go there. Yeah. If I didn't like him, I'd probably get rid of him, but I like him as a guy. Um, How many Cubs do you follow? How many players do you follow on social media? On Twitter, a, a good chunk of them. Instagram, a lot of them don't. Rizzo is an Instagrammer. More of his foundation than anything. Right. Again, um, again so let's say Anthony Rizzo were traded or went as a free agent to another team would you continue to follow him i am i am paying attention to sports more than i ever have Mm -hmm. and i i do like him so i'd probably follow him bryant 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Zobrist is on social media, but he, you know, he's well, he's dried up. His situation is it's, a little bit different yeah, right now. Yeah, so there, there's that. But, you know, Twitter is kind of easy to follow. Uh, Instagram, I'm just, I'm a visual person, so I like photos. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Player-by-player choices. So you evaluate each individual. Yes. (laughs) Abandon the team. I abandon you. Sometimes it's not their choice. I understand that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to continue to follow. Right. Uh, Hockey. Hockey last night. Detroit loses to Calgary by a count of 5-1. to I believe the Blackhawks are in action tonight. They finally got their first win of the year. Uh, the other night, they managed to beat Edmonton by a count of 3-1, to one, shut down Connor McDavid. Corey Crawford had a good game with 27 saves. Patrick Kane scored a goal in that game, which, let's face it, if the Blackhawks are going to win, Kane has to score a goal, doesn't he? So uh, tonight, the Blackhawks continue this big home stretch at the United Center as they take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. We've blown through our sports playlist, but there is a couple of questions I have for you, non-sports related. Okay, and I have a couple questions for you. We'll go back and forth. All right. Question number one, Billy Joel tickets are on sale to the common folk today. Mm -hmm. Did you find a way to get them earlier? Are you doing it today? Are you waiting? Are you, what's your status? Because I know you want to go. I think we're holding off for the time being. Okay. In hopes that we might be able to find some free ducats somewhere around. Okay. I don't know that that will happen, but, you know, for the last concert, there were quite a few free tickets sitting around by the end. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. I, I, I've seen all my buddies on Twitter. Mm-hmm. DiCarlo, Byrne, Noy, they've all got their Billy Joel tickets already. Really, Angelo? Mm-hmm. His wife is the promoter of the thing. Well, she's not the promoter, well, but she yeah, then you end Yeah. I think they just hand her an envelope and go, here you go. Maybe they did, and we just don't know the whole story. Well, that's, that could be. Okay. Question for you, for, for you to me. Oh, okay. The other day we were going through Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees for this year. Yes. Who do you think is the most egregious? omission right to date from the rock and roll hall of fame that's not in there right oh boy i don't know that i know well that's the problem i don't know the rock and roll hall of fame roster either i know mcfadden the other night was having a a cow because kansas was not nominated and kansas is still not in the rock and roll hall of fame Mm -hmm. i have a question is boston in the rock and roll hall of fame these are great questions i i don't know where i can find a list uh quickly inductees list i got that but uh for the current inductees yeah. but if you're going to google that what do you google rock and roll hall of fame uh members members we are doing this live inductees rock and roll artist ranked from best to worst well that would be interesting uh let's see here mm, boy Laundry list. Uh, no, these are inductees still. They're just chewing on a... Current members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
And I would hope they like would do are... it by alphabetical order. But... Uh, they did it by year. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I've got an alphabetical list here. Okay. Uh, so I asked about Boston. Let me hit next because they're midway through the Bs. Inducted members. You know who is in? Your boy. Bob Seger? Yes. Boston not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I can't believe that. So good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cat Stevens is in for crying out loud. Cat <laughs> Stevens? I mean, come on. You're mm. taking Cat Stevens over <laughs> Boston? What in the world is wrong with these people? <laughs> mm. uh, that's actually the only question I had for you was, uh, did you get Billy Joel tickets? Okay, well, here here's your homework project then. Okay. For Monday. Or if you want to put it off till next Wednesday, we can do that too. Um, basically, I'd like to know, who, as you go through that list okay. of rock and roll Hall of Fame members, uh, who are the glaring omissions to you when you go through the list? Obviously, I'm a big fan of Boston. I can't believe they're not in. They should be in based on their first three albums alone exactly and the amount of sales cat stevens are you kidding me (laughs) i don't know what to tell you about that but do you genuinely know his body of work i do know are you basing it on two songs well that's the thing how's he in there i mean i'm basing that on two songs i guess Remember, we're talking about a, a group of rich guys who get together and throw together a list and kind of get some artists on board. And I mean, there's no real rhyme or reason or clearly, you know, at least the Baseball Hall of Fame. There's a voting process. Yes. Th- they released the vote results and you can see, oh, this guy didn't get that high percentage. This guy's right on the cusp. I don't think Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has anything to do with fans. No, of course not. Clearly it doesn't, because if it did, Boston would be in and Cat Stevens would not. We're going to go ahead and wrap up because I got to go to a remote. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you got to go do, what do you, what you got left to do today? I got grocery shopping to do before uh, I go meet my wife for lunch, a uh, little afternoon nap on the docket more than likely, and then 46 game of the week. Anywhere good for lunch? Uh, they're having a little cookout at her workplace, so I've been invited to slide by. Nice. Anything for the keto diet, or are you going to bring your own? Uh, I believe I will have to jump off the diet for a day. Yeah! Yep. Rebel! Woo! There could be a bun involved. Careful! All chaos could break <laughs> loose. You can follow Chuck on Twitter. 46 Sports. Follow us as well, Sports Yak with two Ks. Until next time, Yak fans. Oogalooga, Heine Manoush. You've been listening to Sports Yak, brought to you by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the Fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame athletic events available at und.com slash buy tickets. And buy Pyramid Equipment.
Think Pyramid Equipment for your snowplow needs, sales, services, and installations of residential and commercial grade snowplows, parts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid offers military, police, and firemen's discounts. Find us, PyramidEquipmentInc.com. Everybody get out of here, there's a lobster loose.